Welcome to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS podcast, where Jonathan Denwood interviews the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing to help WordPress professionals launch their own SaaS. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS. This week, it's going to be an internal discussion between me and Kurt, and we're going to be discussing what is the best website page building solution in for WordPress in 2023 if you're a freelancer or a small agency owner it should be a great discussion I think we got some insights um so Kurt before we go into the main part of the show would you like to quickly introduce yourself yeah, thanks, Jonathan. My name is Kurt, Kurt Von Annen. Uh, I run an agency called Manana Nomas. I specialize in learning and membership websites, and I do some work with Look for LMS and, and Jonathan at WP Tonic. We're going to be looking at the non-Gutenberg page builders. We're going to be looking at um, Gutenberg as well, and um, it should be a great show. But before we go into the main and potatoes we've got a couple messages from our main sponsors we will be back in a few moments folks are you looking for ways to make your content more engaging sensei lms by automatic is the original wordpress solution for creating and selling online courses sensei's new interactive blocks can be added to any wordpress page or post for example interactive videos let you pause videos and display quizzes lead generation forms surveys and more for a 20% off discount for the tribe, just use the code WPTONIC, all one word, when checking out and give Sensei a try today. Hi there, folks. It's Jonathan Denwood here, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, and that's Zolo.com. If you've got a WordPress website, a membership website, and you're looking to link it with a great financial management package, Zolo can provide this solution. So all your bookkeeping needs are done through Zolo. If you need new inbox email functionality and you don't want to pay the high charges that Google will charge you, Zolo offers a great email inbox platform they've got over 50 apps and services that all integrate fantastic with wordpress at great value levels and they almost always offer a fully functioning free product as well so it's just amazing value also if you're a wordpress developer or agency owner zolo are looking for great partnerships in the wordpress space to get all this information, all you have to do, folks, is just go over to Zolo.com and they have the products that you're looking for. Thank you so much, Zolo, for supporting WP Tonic and the Machine Membership Shows. It's much appreciated. We're coming back. I'd like to point out that we've got some special offers from our major sponsors, plus we've got a curated list of the best WordPress plugins. Um, so you can build great websites on WordPress and you don't have to troll the internet trying to find the best solution to get all these goodies and also sign up for the WP Tonic Weekly Newsletter. That's a great thing to do. You can get all these goodies by going over to wp-tonic.com slash deals, wp-tonic-tonic.com slash deals and you find everything there so Kurt what I thought we'd do um, we'll split the show into two parts the first part we'll look at the non-Gutenberg solutions and then um, we'll look at um, block added block functionality solutions that improve on Gutenberg in the second half. Would you agree with that particular outline, Kurt? Yeah, no, that makes sense. Let's let's dive in, man. Right. Let's go straight into it, and it's bur- I'm going to bury myself. I can feel the heat mail coming my way already, uh, um, but it just has to be told as it is. This is, this is really emphasised at the 
semi-professional user folks or the power user. Um, I think in general that's one of the problems with WordPress at the present moment um, is that obviously it has a very diverse user base from beginner to expert. This is the... We're going to have an emphasis in this show for the product where you're building websites. You are a freelance or uh, agency owner and you're building websites which you mostly um, either going to be handing over to a client or you're going to be maintaining for the client, which will have the influence about which product you're probably going to be utilising. you probably utilise a different solution depending on those two outlines I've just given, right? So let's start with the, in the non-Gutenberg world, let's start with the 100-pound gorilla. That's Alamator. Oh, hopefully I'm pronouncing it. I struggle with my pronunciations. But um, really um, became very popular really kind of wasn't the first in the sector, um, but really built a following. Um, I think it's got over 6 million downloads, has gone its own pathway, hasn't really, um, it's totally separate to Gutenberg, um, has some major strengths, has some major weaknesses, Um very diverse response in the WordPress. Either people love it or there's some that hate it. Um, how would you classify your attitude and your experience with Elementor, Kurt? Well, Jonathan, you kind of described it, man. I mean, for me, Elementor is a love-hate relationship. Um, I've built some really cool websites with Elementor and, and I'm not a very visual person, which I, you know, maybe I'm shooting myself in the foot to say that on a podcast, but like, uh, I'm not a graphic design type brain. And so being able to take elements that people give me and manipulate them in a way that Elementor allows me to do that. Uh, I really like it. I mean, it, it's, it's, I've built some great stuff, but that said, I can't tell you how many times they've done a major update and websites are broke. And that, that to me is, um, that, that's a real, that, that's a real problem for me. I'm using this particular tool. Yeah. Um, that has been a consistent problem. I, I think they're trying to deal with that. Also, it really looked like for a time that they, their plan was to really fundamentally break away from their WordPress roots and become a standalone SaaS-based um, competitor to Wix or, and other similar SaaS-based solutions. Um, but um, I think that there's still an element of their plan, but they've also um, kind of tried to retrench back into their WordPress um, um I'm struggling for the right word because you know they seem to go to all the major word camps. Um, they're not allowed to. They have meetings around the major word camps, like well, Word Camp Europe, Word Camp USA. That's coming up. Um, I think the other factor is performance. I, I think, especially when it came to mobile. Um, I think it's reasonably easy to get into a high 90 result of Animator with re with reasonably good hosting and the and a and a caching plugin like Rocket WP Rocket. Um, when it comes to mobile, it's a bit trickier. Trickier. Also, um, it's an it is notorious for what I call divitis. <laughs> um, divvies everywhere, really, really mucky codes, really, if you old school come have have HTML, CSS, knowledge, ability, and you look at the code that Alimator produces, it's, it's a mess, basically. It's awful code. Um, yeah, I've, I've played with the Flexbox a bit, and, yes, uh, that, and that's that, a lot lighter. Yes, 
that, that, that they have in, that's been introduced. Hopefully, that will resolve that problem to a high degree um, and help with the problems, especially around mobile. Um, one of its great strengths is is just the community around it, the amount of tutorials. I find it um, a, a client that has reasonable um, some experience with WordPress or, or mucking around with Wix or the equivalent and Squarespace. Um, they can reasonably with some to some one-to-one training they can deal with animator they can go potty with it but they can deal with it um and it and if you're looking to do um post types um loops it's got a lot of third party they've already they've inbuilt it was really lacking loops in Animator, they've also introduced that. There were third-party solutions as well that dealt with that as well quite effectively. There's a lot of third-party solutions aimed at Animator. Um, So it's definitely got some strengths, but I do understand why um, if you use something like Astra, um, they've got a library of third-party um, it does make things a little bit confusing because they also added some of their own functionality to deal with a lot of people that just want to use Animate, the free product. Um, that can cause confusion because it's got, if you use Astra with Animator, because it's going, it's got its own header footer builder, <laughs> that, that can cause duplication. Um, yeah, but it's a strong, it, it's a strong you know, if you're conservative and you want something, I think they're dealing with this update problem. Um, some people said they were doing it on purpose because their focus was on their hosted solution. I think there's some truth to that, but also I think it's well overplayed as well. Um, on to the next. You got any comment or what I've just outlined? Or No, I'm right with you. Yeah. We're, right. we're good, man. On to number two, Divi. Now, um, I've got the highest res- respect for the founder and CEO of Divi, uh, Element, Elegant Themes, Nick Roach, uh, amazing entrepreneur, um, really understands his target audience. The um, Ele- Elegant Themes team seem really nice people. Um, when I've ever met them at WordCamps, they always seem a nice crowd. I just don't like Divi, never have, never been in it. Um, I think it's sh- it short code madness there. Um, but I understand why people love it, because that, they really understand their target audience, which is the freelancer or the person that's got a graphical background it's got a lot of themes you know it's got a lot of pre-made themes over a thousand um you can you got like for every niche you probably can find three or four it's got a third a large third party theme um community um um I can understand its strengths. Uh, they're, they're in flux themselves because they're turning, they're trying to move. They decided that they weren't going to try and build their own page builder, which they've got at the present moment, which is a, which is a theme, basically. It's a theme plug-in hybrid. Um, they were going to, they were going to become a, a Gutenberg block editor and they're trying to build that out right i think they still haven't i don't know where they are with that the president you might know a bit more about that um i just i could never get into it because i'm trying to deal with divvy problems have made my hair go slightly gray over the years what's what's your thoughts about it Jonathan, you know, in the in the IT world, there's people that go, well, I'm a PC, and there's people that go, I'm a Mac, right? And so there's like Mac and PC people. And then there's people that just use computers because they're tools. 
and I'm like a tool kind of person. But then there's always those people like, oh, I'm a Mac. And they're like almost annoying about being a Mac, right? Like they're the, the artist types. And those are the folks that I usually find in the Divi space. Um, I've used the product. I have clients that use Divi. So I've had to go in and, and use the Divi. And the interface is nice. It doesn't bother me. But from a support standpoint, when I'm using certain membership or learning tools and a client is like, I, this doesn't work. I can't find this. And I'm like, no, if you, you know, if you look at the right side of your screen, you're told to go to the over here to the, and like, I don't see it. I don't see it. And it's like, there's a toggle switch missing somewhere. Right. I got to go, that doesn't make sense. And they go, well, I'm in Divi. And I go, oh, now it makes sense. You know, it's like there's just things that in their interface that are missing sometimes when it has to integrate with other platforms. And that to me becomes when a tool distracts you from executing what you need to execute, it's no longer a tool. And that's kind of where I, I find my problem with them. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I, I'm not somebody that just hates a theme or something because it's using short codes. I think that's a crazy attitude. I think short codes are great if used sparingly. Um, I think the problem with Divi, um, this is my personal take on it, is that it it's short code madness, central, um, always has been. Um, and... I, anybody that's um, got any experience that's got a client that's utilised a theme that's utilised shortcodes heavily and then tried to have to go in and sort out a problem or customise it, it's always a nightmare. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I, I want to kind of recap what I said because I don't want to sell them short. I think for folks that have like a portfolio oriented mm -hmm. website or an artistic oriented website, something that is just putting content forward. I've seen people make beautiful websites and actually editing and working in that, in that frame set is not, it's not hard. The interface is nice. I actually like the interface. I just find that when you build a more complex package, uh, sometimes there's integrations that yeah. don't seem to communicate. Divi, um, animator is really, is more, it, it it's got slightly more technical focus where Divi, um, if you're a graphic designer doing various mixture graphic like logo design, um, PDF design, and you're, you've got clients and, you, and you're building out, it, like I say, it's got an enormous tam, um, template library. Um, you're going to like how the back end works. Um, you're going to feel at home. So I, I I totally get it. And it's got a big Facebook and third-party communities there, very supportive. I could never – I um, I can recommend Animator. I just couldn't – if you're if you're looking for something that's – because obviously they're, they're moving to Gutenberg. They're in – they're mid – they're in mid-turning point. They're trying to turn the super tanker. In the, it might work out. Um, they've got a lot of experience. Um, I think there's better solutions out there at the present moment myself. If you're looking for a tool to build websites for clients and they can maintain the website themselves. I just think there's better solutions out there. That's just my honest opinion. On to the next one, Beaver Builder. Really, um, I, I still use Beaver Builder on some of my own properties. Um, what can I say about Beaver Builder? Great, great people, great team, love them to bits, um, generous people. It, it's maintained, it's rock solid, um, they're not really doing much with it. I'm sorry. Um, um, I think I've got no whispers. No, I always felt when Guggenberg was being discussed and that they were, when they, they I think they issued just before Animator, they were at, at a time head to head with Animator about who, which was best. And then Animator took a lot. They're based in Israel. They managed to get a lot of external investment. Beaver Builder, they just, it was just bootstrapped. 
to my knowledge, they never taken the outside investment. I think, I think that was the problem. I, I think it's always a difficult one. Um, I think Alameda, they took external money. They were able to accelerate the development, advertisement, and, um, and then, then Gutenberg was announced. Um, and it's solid, but, um, but it doesn't really, I don't think it's going anywhere. Um, what, what's your own feelings about Beaver, Beaver Builder? My first exposure to Beaver Builder was when I started helping the team at Lifter LMS because a lot of their site, a lot of the original site was built on Beaver Builder. And, uh, you know, as far as functionality goes, as far as use goes, as far as um, the structure of using it, I've had some other projects where they've had Beaver Builder and have had to go in and make changes. Um, it's to your point, it's rock solid. It's, it's you know, it's, it's functional. It works really well. And then when you get into the... Um, you know, all of the surrounding information that helps you make a purchase decision. Um, what I really, really like about Beaver Builder from an agency perspective is all of their pricing categories all include unlimited websites. Mm-hmm. You know, and so like when you look at Elementor, Elementor is like, well, this package gives you 25 sites. And so it's like when you sell that 26th website, you know, as, a, as an agency, you're like, well, now I'm at another couple hundred bucks or I got to upgrade or I got to whatever. With, uh, if, with Beaver Builder, if you make that purchase decision up front, it's unlimited sites. So I'm always trying to think in terms of from an agency perspective, you know, what am I buying? How much can I reuse it? And, and how far can I go with it? And so I think Beaver Builder really answers a great question there. Um, and I also, too, like I met Bobby McCullough, Robbie McCullough at uh, San Diego. WordCamp US. And just, he really just like, um, like eye to eye, you know, friend to friend, handshake to handshake, super nice guy. And then he introduced me to the rest of his team. Okay. Uh, and I saw him at WordCamp Phoenix. I mean, they're just tremendous people. Yeah, they're rock solid crowd. Um, yeah. Always, yeah. Always, always liked the Beaver Builder team. Um, yeah. um, because there's a lot of people that are very two faced in the WordPress community. The, the people behind Beaver Builder, you, you, what you see is what you get. Um, they're just great people. Um, and, but I think they, I think they they don't provide the amount of templates that Divi provides. It's a much smaller library of pre-made templates. Um, they've got the, they've got the theme builder, which you've got to buy extra. Um, but I do take in what you were saying about the unlimited websites. That's another thing. And it's solid. And um, the code's solid and it's pretty fast. It um, they, might, they might come back big um, because some of these other things that we're going to talk about don't have big teams either. They've got a solid base. I don't think they're going anywhere. Um, would I... If I... I I think if you're using it now, um, I think you're fine. Would I recommend it for future proofing? I don't know what to say, really, because they're such nice people. I just don't want to make life difficult for them. Um, Let's move on. Um, The Darling. The Darling, this this has become one of the Darlings, um, Bricks Builder. This has become a bit of a darling with the crowd, that the tinkerer crowd, the crowd that are looking for the next big thing. But there's a lot of substance behind this product. Um, um, I just think in the world of Alamator, um, it is very, it, first of all, it's built on Vue.js. It's not built on React. It's built on Vue.js. That's why it's super fast. It's a theme. It's not a plugin, but that theme is built in Vue.js. Um, I've always liked Vue.js compared to React and obviously Angular. Um, I trained as a JavaScript developer. Um, um, I, I've always had a content for Angular. I just think it's a typical Google product, overcomplicated with terrible documentation. React well, because it comes from Facebook, you know, when they were talking about the future of of WordPress and when I heard that they're going to use React compared to Vue, my heart kind of 
sunk. Um, if you're used to templates, CSS, integrating, you like, I just love you, JS. It's just, it's a shame that the big wigs at Automatic didn't decide to use Vue, in my opinion, compared to React. But um, that's just my opinion. Um, it's got a very Alimator interface, isn't it? Um, um, small team. Um, I haven't used it in anger, but I, I've. <laughs> um, but I, I can see why people. It it hasn't got all the loops or the additional functionality. If you're building out for WooCommerce, the websites. The code it produces compared to Alimator is much better, you know, much cleaner code. Um, and it's got a really slick interface that's much more modern than, I've got to say, than Beaver Beaver, Beaver, Beaver Builder. Um, what, have you been playing with bricks at all? What's your own opinion on this one? The The... I like to uh, pride myself in being an early adopter, one of those people that is brave and jumps out early, Jonathan. But this is one that I did not jump in on. Um, I got to play with this on a client website. Uh, my client was thrilled and was as just you know bricks, bricks, bricks. It was like a, they were like a cheerleader, had pom poms, you know. Um, really, really into it. I, I liked uh, the way that you can edit some of the photos, the way that you can edit some of the the effects on the graphics and stuff. That part was kind of cool. It was almost like it was almost like having a, a photo editor in the in the program. But then realistically, I could do a lot of those things in Elementor as well. Um, but to your point, yeah, the interface was much more modern and, and slick feeling. Um, quick, quick yeah, as well. It, it'll be interesting to see, uh, maybe with a little more exposure, uh, if I follow through on this one. I was looking at their pricing because that's the thing that always gets me. And uh, they're listed for $249 for a lifetime license with unlimited websites. And that, to me, as an a agency, is really attractive. It is, but it's a two-edged sword. Are they going to be around in three or four years' time? Because we're going to touch yeah. that. But they, it's a small team, but they seem serious developers and they have built something and I love love that they built it on Vue.js um, and um, it seems you know I think they just don't have the templates you haven't got the community like you get with Divi you haven't got that third party plugin developer community that get with Animator but you don't get but you also don't get the baggage that you get with Alimator and you and you also Divi's got his own type of baggage, but it's a different type of baggage than Alimator, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Right. It's what you were just saying to me, if I was to think of like the rah-rah cheerleader type, right? It's say it almost aligns with the Divi user in that way. Like like once they make that decision, they're really, really into it. And so if that energy follows through and they can have, to your point, have that consistency, uh, maybe they'll pick up more and more market share and move yeah. forward. Now on to, here we go, Jonathan. Let's go on to number five. It's going to be more, but we're doing well though. Um, well, I could have added more to this because we would um, oxygen and breakdance. Now, Oxygen was for the time, it, it still got its usage. It was the same crowd that really piled into bricks, in my opinion. Um, now, Oxygen is a sorry story, um, and that's why I, I love bricks. And it's got nothing to do with bricks, but it's a sorry story of a founder that promised a lot and let a lot of people down. And he's just gone on to a new product, um, Breakdance. Um, I wouldn't touch either. And it's not because they're not Breakdance, looks good in some ways. It's the things that attract with breakdance are very similar to bricks but i would i would just use bricks i wouldn't touch breakdance because of the founder's attitude and what he did with oxygen um he promised a lot let you know when his business model offering life lifetime deals 
Um, that backfired on him and he just swan off and he's just left oxygen and he just swan off to break dance. Um, not good enough, really, but that's just my opinion. What, what would you say? Uh, I went back into oxygen. I, I did the demo just to make sure that my memory was correct. And I really don't like it. <laughs> uh, I don't, you know, when you get the pop-up screen to adjust your uh, yeah. text and stuff like that. It did it, funky stuff with basic code as well. It, it feels like I'm back and almost like, you know, it, think about how long you've been in WordPress, right? Like, is this the first, second, or third iteration of the dashboard? And it's like, it's. I feel like I went back in time. I, I, I'm, I'm, I wasn't a fan. And uh, I sure hope I'm not hurting somebody's feelings on that one. But, um, you know, when I look at cost and, and interface and, and the time it takes to build something, um, when I add all those things together, there's too many other choices to select that one. Yeah. So last, uh, last Fry Farkerton now, um, they've been bought by the chocolate factory. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory have bought these people up. Um, the original founders, the technical and the CEO, they were great. They really knew they knew their community very similar to how Nick Roach knows his community in Divi. Um, Fife Architect was always a dog's breath as I was concerned. I, I couldn't stand it. They um, they bundled it with all their other plug-in solutions. They made a bit of a wall garden to make it all sticky. They were trying to make a kind of SAS WordPress in the wrong way, as far as I was concerned. It didn't work out for them, and that's why they had to sell up to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. But that's where plugins go to go to die, basically. Um, they become part of the chocolate factory. Um, and um, that's it, really. Some people still love it. I, I just think it's a dog's breath, basically. What's your own views? From a support standpoint, when a customer gives me a support ticket and it says they're built on Thrive, I'm like, oh, boy. Right? <laughs> it's, it's like, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Here. Here we go. It's um, going to be an interesting cut hours. Uh, Jonathan, when, when I look at the pricing alone, it's a reason to not move forward. It's $300 a year, and it's only good for five websites. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's, that to me is, that that's a hobbyist with a lot of money to spend. Well, but they're off for all this other stuff, don't they? I don't, yeah. They're including yeah. all the other, but they, they you know... Um, but you're kind of you're in the worst you're in the worst of two worlds because um, you can't move that easily to other third party WordPress solutions. But you still got update plugins, got to sort out your hosting, which you don't get with a SaaS solution. It's the worst of all worlds, as far as I'm concerned. I, um, well, I, if you're a freelance uh, agency, I wouldn't touch it with a barge pole. So um, before we go. <laughs> It's just my opinion. Um, just giving my honest opinion. You can send the heat mail to Kirk. Uh, um, so, uh, um, so before we go for our midway break, what would if you're look if you're not looking at Gutenberg, um, what would I recommend you? I think basically it's either Alamator or it's Bricks. If you can't stand Alimator for the for the obvious things, uh, I just I, I I think with Divi, um, I, I I know where they're going. They're going the Gutenberg route. No, I don't know how. The problem is they're up against some really powerful competition. But Nick's got the money and he's got the knowledge and he's got the team, so you can never count him out. But what they're trying to do, the competition's getting stiffer and stiffer in the Gutenberg world. Um, I still might pull it off. Um, I, so you don't know, I wouldn't recommend Divi, old Divi. It's just like I say, um, Alameda, it's got its own problems. It's got its great strengths, but it's got its own problems, which they're trying to sort out the updating and the divitis, as I call it, with Flexbox. Um, Bricks, 
um, great, but are you going to end up with, you know, lifetime deals really looks attractive. Are you going to end up with the same mess as oxygen? You know, can't make any more money, got a load of support, walks away when it gets a bit tough, you know, onto something better. Not particularly a fraud with that guy's attitude, but there we go. Um, so would you agree, Alameda or Bricks? Or you got a different point of view? For me, and, and it's I was a very late bloomer in the community world, getting hooked up with the WordPress meetups and the and the WordCamps and stuff. But Elementor is so ubiquitous in nature, Jonathan. There's so many people that are into it that use it. And if you you know get up against a rock in a hard place, you can reach out to someone in the community and get help. And so Elementor to me is is the go-to. Um, and I don't even know that I have a number two because I, I think it's that or, you know, in Gutenberg and, and, you know, getting up to speed on the new stuff. Yeah. All right, we're going to go for a break. When we come back in the second half, we're going to look at the Gutenberg-based solution, the third part, the major third-party solution. There's some really attractive solutions now in Gutenberg. Um, really, um, I... So we're going to talk about the major ones in that space. Should be a great discussion. Kirk's been really um, very diplomatic. I'm not. So, uh, um, but we will be back uh, in a few moments, folks. Hey, it's Ben's from LaunchFlows.com. If you've been looking for a fast and easy way to create powerful sales funnels on WordPress, then look no further than LaunchFlows. In just minutes, you can easily create instant registration, upsells, downsells, order bumps, one-click checkouts, one-time offers, custom thank you pages, and best of all, no coding is required. For as little as $50 per year, you can own and control your entire sales funnel machine with Launch Flows. Get your copy today. This podcast episode is brought to you by Lifter LMS the leading learning management system solution for WordPress. If you or your client are creating any kind of online course, training-based membership website, or any type of e-learning project, Lifter LMS is the most secure, stable, well-supported solution on the market. Go to lifterlms.com and save 20% at checkout with coupon code podcast 20 that's podcast two zero enjoy the rest of your show we're coming back folks i just want to point out that if you're looking for great hosting support partner um, for your websites you're developing for clients especially in the e-learning and community-based space. Why don't you have a look at WP? What WP Tonic's got to offer? Um, we we really have some strong linkage in the WordPress community. We understand your needs as a freelancer, small agency owner. We provide a library of plugins with all licensed, and we we really understand membership community websites. So if you're looking for a great hosting partner that offers a lot more, why don't you go over to WPTonic slash partners, WP-Tonic slash partners, and fill in the form and we can have a discussion and we can offer you a great deal. So let's look at Gutenberg. Um, like I say, when I heard that they were going to build it on React, my heart dropped a bit. Why not view? But that's water under the tunnel. Now, um, it's been a long winding journey with Gutenberg, painfully long winding, but through the third party community, we've got some great solutions that I feel make Gutenberg. A lot of people they looked at it if they were age if they were a freelancer and or they were agency they looked at it and they were fine with it from day one. I knew some agencies in Reno that were fine with it, but they were pretty big agencies. So I also knew a lot of people that looked at it and run to Elevator or run to Oxygen. They just run to the hills. I think things have improved now, but um, but also got worse. But um, better and worse in the same breath. Um, 
Now let's look at, let's look at some of the third party solution that build on top of Gutenberg. Um, Spectra, I spec I. I tease them by saying Spectre. Uh, I do that because of Adam's involvement and, and Presler of WP Crafter. Um, he does look like a Bond villain, doesn't he? But he doesn't care about me teasing him. He's too busy counting the money. Um, bless you, Adam. Um, um, so uh, Spectra, um, from Astra, really great people, great um They've gone full site. They've gone. They've gone bonkers. They've gone full sites. They've gone in big. They've gone in big for full site edited with with Spectra. Um, and I, you know, I, I think at the present, I totally understand why they did it. Great team. I think everybody in some at some stage probably will go full site editing with their own take on it. Um, what's your own feeling around Astra and Spectra and Spectra? Well, <clears throat> as an agency, Astra Pro was part of my tech stack for the last three years. Um, 80, with Elementor? With Elementor? Yeah, I used uh, Astra with uh, Elementor or Astra with Spectra, and I would just do a needs assessment with the client and figure out, are we going to use the page builder Elementor or are we going to stay in the blocks? And then typically, you know, I cheat those starter templates that they have yeah. worked out really well to, to get in there and just build something and get something up for yeah. a client to be able to manipulate and use. Cause you're um, not, you're, you're imp- a strong implementer. You've got great knowledge around training, support, um, a consultancy, but you said that you're not from a graphic design background. Yeah. So it yeah. would appeal to you, wouldn't you? Because you're you, you're dealing with clients at a price point where they're not they're not going to allow you to hire a graphic designer to work with you. There would be no profit in it. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're nailing it. So uh, as a product, uh, bam, uh, Astra and Spectra and that combination, and you mentioned training it was really easy to show my clients after the build, hey, this is how this works. Click here, add this, add that. If you want to change something, great. If you need my help later, let me know. We're here to support you. And off they went. It was It's a great product. Yeah, but it's just, I'm sorry, folks. Um, full-site editing is a bridge too far at the present moment. All these different bloody interfaces. Some people say a learner, somebody, they get on with it fine. I, I've got a different view about it. Um, I, I think it's more to do, you know, in some ways, I think the team that are working on the Gutenberg project are doing a great, great job. They have improved it. It was a project in my mind about a year ago that was foundering. I was really quite concerned with it in some ways, but I think they've done a great job of rejuvenizing it, getting it, cleaning up the UX problems. I've never liked the UX design of the bloody thing. I think it's, I've never been somebody that um, loved it. I think they've got it to a stage where it's workable. And I think with one of the, one of these um, block um, plugins or theme solutions that we're talking about, um, I really like the Astra people. I just think full site editing at the present moment is a bridge too far. <laughs> just, just my opinion, right? Um, you're throwing the baby out with the hot water. What's it? You're throwing the baby out with the bath, with the bath the water. Yeah, with the bath water at the present But that's just my opinion, folks. Um, I think you'd be okay with it. I, I, I think there's just some um, better recommendations here. In my opinion, but there we go. What do I know? Um, on to the next one, Generate Press. Um it's like it's like in the first half. Um, very similar. It's a block, but its approach is a very similar to the Divi's approach compared to Animator's approach. Um, really clean code comes from a developer that's got a lot of experience. It's a small um, team. Um, hasn't got a library of third starter starter websites. Starters, child, see, child websites, starter websites, whatever metaphor you want to use, hasn't got that library. It provides a, um, if you're 
But if you're from a graphic design and you're in your you got some you got some layouts pre-built that you use for various clients. It it provides really clean code, and but it provides a, a very blank platform to build those out. It doesn't provide a library, but um, but it's got a passionate user base, and um, a lot. It's supposed to be quick. And um, got any experience with it at all, Kurt? I just want to be clear. We're talking about Generate Press, right? Yeah, yeah. I was. I was actually attracted to their list of site libraries. Oh, I'm so, you're on here. I thought it was yeah. All right. And so uh, their site libraries to me, they look like a good foundation, like for uh, having different things to choose from. And like when I look at a library, I don't look at like, oh, that's a pretty website. Oh, what I'm looking at is the structure, right? I've chosen the right one here. Yeah. I'm checking where's, myself. Yeah, if, I, if I had a brain fart, I don't know. I don't know. I got, I got to that age. You know. No, I'm talking about the right one. Site library. Oh, right. I might be talking out my backside here. Oh, yeah, they have. Right. Yeah. And so they're very basic starter sites. But but like I was saying earlier, I'm looking for um, that structural foundation, kind of what that overall visual thing would be if I put the customer's uh, you know, images, text, and, and logos in the proper place, right? And And it gives you enough to start with. So, oh, yeah, they've definitely done it. When I was looking at it and utilised it, utilising it, they didn't have to. They've done a ton of work here, and that that was one of the weaknesses. So, take it back. They they have moved that on. So, it's a strong player, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, I like it. Um, and I I kind of want to play with it a little bit to see like how it saves work because you know sometimes when you work in Gutenberg it's one of the frustrating things I have is uh maxi blocks for example we you know you interviewed maxi blocks on a whole mm. show once and you would build this whole incredible thing with one of their site kits but then if you make a change in Gutenberg all the formatting to the site kit goes away and then you have to resave it as the site kit again and that's you know as a when you think about the end user the customer that has to run with the website after you build it for them that's too much you know, so you want to make sure that you have something that's easy to use. Well, they've definitely, it was when, when I was looking at it about over a year ago, it was the main thing. It really provided a blank, but they've provided this library. So, yeah, um, I've got the developer, the main developer behind it. Um, I apologize, but um, it's got a strong history in WordPress. Have a look at it. Um, I And I think they're not a full-site editor. I think they're using the customizer, actually, which I, like I say, I I definitely, um, I think it's not the one I'm going to recommend, but I think it's a strong second place, maybe. Um, But there's some good stuff here coming up, folks. So on to the next one, um, Stackable. Um, Stackable, um, like... um, until Kurt pointed out that Generate Press have moved on with their library, um, it was the main thing. Um, they're based in the Philippines, actually. It's a really impressive, actually, very impressive what they've built with it. Um, it they've gone full-site editing, though, as well. It's a full-site editor. Um, I'm pretty sure about that. They've gone full-site editing, but um, which, to me, at the present moment, is a bridge too far. But that's just my opinion. But if you're fine with the, you know, is in the end, I think they're all in some ways are going to become full site. But I don't know how this is going to pan out. Um, but it's impressive what they've built with this. Um, any knowledge of Stackable, Kurt? I've never used it in anger. I've never, I haven't built a single customer website on Stackable. Um, I played around in it. I looked at the pricing. I like that they have a lifetime, you know, agency pricing thing. I think it's four ninety nine. Uh, so I like well, that. They, they were doing some amazing deals on AppSumo. They yeah. they were hitting AppSumo hard. I don't know if they're still available, but they were doing some amazing deals. I chose a different um, um, pathway, but um, yeah, but um, like I say, a young team based in the Philippines, but they're doing some great stuff. Uh, and I, I'd, the interface looks really intuitive. It looks like I want to change this, and it's like here's how you change it. It just seems really straightforward. It doesn't look like you're pecking and hunting for stuff. Yeah. On to um, 
they're building loops in, they're building WooCommerce in. It, it's it's a, a kind of framework very similar um, similar to Spectra. Um, yeah, the, the, it's hard. To, the, there's not. Uh, there was definitely in the first half of the show there was some stuff that I, I had no problem saying that you shouldn't touch with a barge bowl. In my opinion, I think in the second half, um, there's nothing that we're listing here that I, if you're going to go down the Gutenberg route, there's nothing here that I'm talking about with Kurt that I got those, I would have a problem about you utilizing. You just got to really choose something depending on the kind of freelancer. Are you the more kind of graphic design freelancer or you're the more kind of heavy developer type um stackable i think uh, generate press i think generate press is more in the divi world is the more kind of divi appealing um spectra i think is more the animator generate press i think it's in the middle stackable um i think it's kind of divi as well but i'm not too sure about that on to the next one um, how do you pronounce it? Croc, 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 block. Croc, block. Um, block. This is blight. This will blow your mind. This thing. Um, top marks the Ukrainians. Victory for the Ukraine. That's all I've got to say. Down with those bloody Russians. Our, um, our, um, <laughs> our, um, horrible people. Um, not the Russian people, but the people that are running them. Um, terrible. It's, it's um, um, on to get back onto subject, Jonathan. Uh, um, it just blew me away what they're building here. Um, if you're a different, if you're building much more complicated websites, you're looking for loops, um, custom post types, and you're looking for a visual editor, you don't want to go into the act, you don't want to become a React expert. Um, what they're offering here, you you can spend a lifetime learning out, you know, because it comes with Jet Engine. Um, they had they had their um, they got into Gutenberg, but they also in the Alimator camp as well. You're getting a lot of stuff here. Good knowledge of these people. Good. No, so. I, I'm embarrassed. I, you know, when, when I went through your list, Jonathan, for the show, I was like, who are these people? And then when you look at it, you know, it's a thousand bucks, you know, if you want to sign up as an agency, but it comes with, you know, 20 different plugins and all these. It's different tools. Isn't it? And then here's where they, here's where they got me. And, and Jonathan, I don't know, they might get my money. I might have to check this out, but I mean, they <laughs> offer real time zoom support and text chats. And I, you know, if you've been in WordPress for any amount of time, um, you know, I, don't I, do, know, I don't know how they do that, do you? I, I mean, I do that Zoom mastermind with Lifter every week, right? So it's like, yeah, so there's companies that do do like Zoom get-togethers. But how do you how do you offer support to the general populace, you know, live Zoom support? I'm like, I, I almost want to buy it and invent, is... invent a problem and see how they handle it. Well, you want to try it. You want to see if they talk to you. They're prepared to talk to you before you buy it. Um, that's how I would uh, deal with that. But there we go. Um, it is mind blowing. It is pricey if you buy the whole thing, but you're getting a hell of a lot of stuff, folks. Yeah, tons I think, of templates and widgets and I think all it, kinds of stuff. I think for the time you're spending on it, you, you know, you're going to be committed to it because not only the price, but which is very reasonable for what everything you're getting. Um, and they've been around a while, and they seem a strong team, just as like as stackable. Um, you just got to choose. There's no real weak solutions in this second half, folks. Um, they're all pretty um, general and stuff here. You just got to choose your poison. Um, on to the last one, Cadence WP. It's the way that I'm probably um, going to move WP Tonic. I've been I'm really impressed with Cadence. Um, um, being the developer, um, 
he really he he's like he's like Nick Roach. He really understands his user base. It um, you've got some of the um, developer chops available there as you get with Stackable and Crockerblock. But he also understands it's got a beautiful library of pre-designed starter. Um, it's got a lot of if you, the lifetime deal is a fantastic deal. They offer a fantastic. I bought it um, for what you get. They're obviously they're with a hosting competitor, but they they seem to be managing their um, their plugin purchases in a sensible way. Um, and I know some of the people um, in the um, – it's a bit strange how they can't really seem to really um, focus on what they're calling their company. Is it Liquid Web? Is it um, Stella? Is it um, whatever they're going to call it? Um, they need to – somebody needs to stamp their foot down and um, decide what they're calling this bloody thing. Um, but – that's got nothing to do um, with the develop of Cadence WP. Um, I just love it. Um, but I haven't utilised the others. No, I've utilised Spectra, but I love that as well. But um, And um, watched him be interviewed, and he said he, he was saying his attitude to full-site editing is my own attitude. It's got its place. He's not saying he won't go down. He's using the customizer. I think Generate Press does that as well at the present moment. Um, I think the interface, how you're going to utilize patterns, these, these new metaphors that come with full site editing have to be worked out a bit more. Um, he's watching it, and I, I trust him. Um, he knows what he's doing. What's your own thoughts about Cadence WP? I've got a fair, I've got a fair amount of experience with Cadence, and it's always been one of my top uh, go tos. And and I and I work like kind of like in a three to five year period, right? So over the last three years, you know, I basically gave customers a choice. You know, do you want to be on Cadence or Astra, and then put that together, right? Whatever that equals, and then their Cadence blocks. Um, is tremendous, you know, and you could use that with with any other theme as well. So um, their tools are solid, man. I, I really like working with their stuff. Um, outside of that, I was thinking about, so I haven't used Spectra in a full site editing capacity at all. All of my experience in Spectra has been in Gutenberg blocks. And what I liked about Spectra was it opened up you know, the design elements that just really seem missing in plain Gutenberg. Like you go to edit a site and you're like, how do I move this crap around? And then you activate Gutenberg and you're like, I'm not active Gutenberg, you activate Spectre and you're like, oh, there it is. You know, uh, padding and margins and all that stuff shows up. Um, Cadence to me is, is like that. Like it's like in plain Gutenberg, there's stuff that's just plain missing sometimes. And then when you have Cadence, it opens up those possibilities and abilities a whole lot better. Yeah, so I, I, I kind of commit to Cadence, but folks, uh, uh, Spectra, I think you'd be fine. Generate Press, I, I think Stack, uh, I think Stackable and Crocker Block. Um, if you're looking to develop bigger websites, more complicated, using loops, custom blocks, um, Cadence really works with ACF Advanced Custom Fields, which uh, I've got a lifetime. Um, license with that and WP Engine um, have honoured that and I, I think they, they've they got no plans of not honouring that and they're building it out more so it really works rock solid with Cadence and ACF um, but if you haven't got that lifetime with you know I think all of them but um 
It, the thing that makes it hard is this full this my attitude around full site editing at the present moment. Like I say, I think for the present moment it's just a bridge too far. Um, I wouldn't want to get involved in, and you don't know what the team behind Gutenberg what they're going to throw out next. You know, it's ongoing, which is great. Um, I just think it would have been better in a, a plug in some of the more experimental stuff. And um, I'm, I ju- I, that's just my opinion. So what's your final comments? I can't get, out of all this stuff, can you get, can you, is there one or two, is there a couple of these that you, that, that appeal to you more than the others, basically? If, yeah, I've used the term hobbyist already on the show today, Jonathan, and I think that that's part of the key when, when we have these discussions is like, where you have to recognize where are you at on this ladder, right? Like, are you a hobbyist and you like to play with stuff and learn new things and have access to cool new tools and and maybe help your friends build something for their business? That's one way. Or are you an agency and you have to have access to tools that are efficient and reliable, ubiquitous in nature so that other people can jump in if you need to, like, because you're going to have maybe offshore talent or something like that that you're using. So there's a lot to this decision more than just what's cool and flashy, like the shiny new object syndrome. When I look at Crocoblock, Dude, that's like, wow, that's a lot of stuff, right? And then you look at you, you, you look at it, and you go, well, this could be a full time job just learning this. And then it says they have twenty two thousand users, and and so someone might read that and go, well, that's you know that's awesome. They got twenty two thousand users. You know they're stable, but dude, there's eight point seven million sites built on Elementor. I don't think they go anywhere. I think for yeah. the person that's looking for embracing to move Gutenberg on to the next level, that doesn't yeah. want to become a React, uh, their um, JSON knowledge is at a certain level. Um, I, you can do amazing stuff with block you can do amazing um i don't think stackable as a developer tool is at the same levels crop blocks um yeah. but they're getting there and it and um, it's got great unif- it's got some other strengths um i think the uh, so i think what we're going to do is going to wrap up the podcast show but we'll probably keep on going um and how well Shall we end it now? Well, then, no, let's just go for a quick discussion. The last thing is something outside, but also interesting, is been announced from Adam Prazier and from the Astra team is this thing called ZipWP, which enables you to build websites in one minute, basically. It's using AI. And I would imagine it's using Spectra and full site editing to knock the website. And it also right, puts in not kind of AI content in the site. Um, so what was your reaction when they announced it, WP? Well, my announcement was I better get my name on the list so I can try it out. And when I signed up on the list, I was number 8,063 on the list. Oh, I, I got there before you. I did. <laughs> So, um, so the big, the big thing is, okay, so what's this going to look like? How's it going to work? What's it going to do? And we could be excited about it, but until I see it work, I mean, it's just another, it's just another thing. A lot of things in AI, we've covered AI before, Jonathan, and there's lots of great tools out there, but there's so much that's overblown. Yes. You know, I, I I see these conversations about people go, well, AI is going to replace these developers and stuff. And, and, and I think about it like this. How many business clients have you made a website for? And they said, I absolutely must have access to the back end. I'm going to make my own updates. I'm going to do all this stuff. And then they never touch their websites. And for some reason, we're supposed to be afraid that they're going to use AI to replace us. Like they won't even change the header on their homepage. Yeah, I think it's just, it'd be interesting. I, I, you know, um, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, we, we're right to introduce it into the podcast because I don't actually think there's too much more to say about it until we actually see it. All right, and yeah. folks, so, Kurt, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and what you're up to, Kurt? 
manananomas.com will take you right right to my properties, Manana Nomas. And then uh, I'm on LinkedIn, man. Kurt Von Annen on LinkedIn. I'm the only Kurt Von Annen on the LinkedIn, and I'm on there almost every day. Yeah, and if you want to, um, if you want to join the community, you've got a great WP Tonic um, Facebook group. It's called the Membership Machine Group. It's my other named after my number of my other podcast with Spencer Forum, where we talk about WordPress and membership and marketing. Join us there for WordPress marketing discussions, AI discussions as well. So find us on Facebook. Um, and we'll be back next week. We've got some great guests in August. Should be a great month. Hopefully you enjoyed this. I've enjoyed it. Hopefully give some feedback about what we've discussed. I've just given you my honest opinion. Um, I'd love to get some feedback from you. I'm sure you will supply that. We will be back next week, folks. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it. Why not visit the Mastermind Facebook group and also to keep up with the latest news, click wp-tonic.com forward slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.